Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Football Debaters. We are the Debaters. We are three-fourths of the Debaters. I'm happy to be back. After we are that. the three best Debaters. Thank Max you is much. finally found and in studio. Hello, hello. I am uh, not dead. The Bears are dead, but I'm alive. <laughs> so it's good to be oh, back. Pre- it's good to pretty, be back. Pretty wild week, I'd say, It was, for it was a fun one in the, yeah, uh, was, the National Football it. League. Uh, I agree. It was I, a... I wouldn't say I liked it. Um, my boy Brady had his worst game. You could argue ever, and uh, the Bucks got the Bucks got shat on, and uh, the as, Bears as did the Bears. The Bears are just really boring, oh. and they make you not like football, and they make you say, "Why am I sitting inside on a seventy-five degree day in November watching football?" <laughs> <laughs> but you got us here with you, the three best debaters of the, of the bunch, and uh, we're here to talk some fantasy. So, should we get into it? Let's uh, get really into quickly it, folks. before we do, um, if there's Anybody in the Bears organization that's hearing this, I will. This is my formal application as the Bears offensive coordinator. His second formal application. Yeah, because Matt Nagy is absolute garbage, and I think I would be doing a better job than him. So yeah, I will. I will take the league minimum for it, and I think I'll do a better job. So. I'll uh, I'll come in and play quarterback for you if you'll uh, if you'll have me, coach. Um, I think I could be better than that. I will complain about your calls on Twitter. <laughs> well, can you complain more than that? Because <laughs> yeah, right? I think it's hard to do. But anyways. Let's, uh, let's, let's jump right into it, yeah, folks. Let's get into uh, it. We're going to start with your top three quarterbacks of the week. Three good names on top. Three names that you would expect to be on top this week. Well, besides the top guy. Um, he's kind of a, is he good, is he not? I'm talking about Kyler Murray. The jury is still out. Obviously. <laughs> Number one, Kyler Murray. He is obviously good. But is he better than Russell Wilson? Yes. We'll talk about it at the end of the season. (laughs) When we find out. When we know, we'll know. So uh, as of this week, Kyler Murray Murray. Murray had um, 106 rushing yards, a career high for him. Uh, He rushed for a touchdown. He did fumble and lose it. Um, But he was 21 for 26, 283 yards, three touchdowns. Like I said, uh, 11 attempts for 106 rushing yards and a touchdown. Uh, versus a relatively good Dolphins defense. Um, mm-hmm. Jokes aside, Murray's the real deal. Um, he is good. Cardinals are good. Um, we'll get into Cardinals later. But um, <laughs> he's on. He's on your uh, Kyler Murray is uh, absolute start. Um, <laughs> Kyler Murray's good. Uh, right behind him with 30, 30, oh, and I don't know if I said it. He had thirty seven point nine two. Um, right behind him was Josh Allen with thirty six points even. He uh, threw for 415 yards and three touchdowns and also found the end zone on the ground, but only 14 rush yards. Um, but another great game from him. He's been uh, – he had a little bit of a, a dip before a this week. patch, yeah. Thank um, God he kind of came back. But playing Seattle will well, yeah, allow any quarterback to heal up. That's um, true. The worst mm-hmm. <laughs> defense in the league. But Allen week. is still – you're starting him every week. Um, Allen, Josh Allen is good. And behind him, coming in at number three with another 30-point week, uh, we had three 30-point quarterback weeks this week, um, was the Patrick Mahomes with 30 completions for 372 yards and four touchdowns through the air, uh, two rushing attempts for no yards. Um, Patrick Mahomes is doing Patrick Mahomes-type things. Uh, for the most part, he's had a couple down games, but I think it's safe to say Mahomes has been Mahomes all year. Yeah. Um, you could, we have our, our, maybe the Chiefs aren't the best team in football, like without a doubt, like they have been. Um, Mahomes is a top top quarterback, and, and I, all these three are obvious. Keeping your life every week. Um, in the running back committee, we had Delvin Cook end up on top. He's been 
tearing it up lately. He had 37 points after a 46-point week versus the... So yeah, 46 and 30 in back-to-back weeks after his injury. Uh, he's been all right. 22 attempts for 206 yards, two <laughs> touchdowns. Um, and they took him out of the game near the end. Let Alexander, Alexander Madison, at seven, their backup had seven points to show just how much the Vikings ran the ball with Will. Um, but they did play the Lions. Yeah, but I think <clears throat> Dalvin Cook is the best running back in football right now. I don't know if you, anyone can debate yeah. that. Um, I'd say Kamara's close. Yeah, you could argue, like, I think from a peer, there's, like, running oh, backs. Down. Yeah, hands like, Calvin Cook, Calvin Cook is the man. That's the thing, Dalvin Cook, we're in a standard league. We're not in PPR. Yeah, oh, yeah. PPR, if you're PPR, PPR would be Kamara, a lot higher. Mm-hmm. No, I think Dalvin oh, yeah, Cook would be a both, lot higher. Yeah, yeah. Um, behind him was Christian McCaffrey, who made a one-week back from the injured. Uh, much to <laughs> first-round, first-overall pick. Owner Andrew's dismay. Yep. Um, McCaffrey oh played God. for the first time in seven weeks, and he did what McCaffrey does: sixty-nine rush yards for a touchdown, and then a hundred receiving yards. Or sorry, eighty-two receiving yards, catching all ten targets uh, for another touchdown. Just did what McCaffrey did, but they tried him out there for the last drive, shoulder and, and he injury. hurt his shoulder, and it is looking like he's going to miss next week. Um, Please come back. <laughs> I don't want to get. He's. It's very much in doubt. Is the quote. Um, that sucks. <laughs> so <laughs> so Mike, the, da- the Mike Davis stock goes back exa- up. Yep. If you drop Mike Davis, pick him back up while you can. Yes. Um. Fortunately, I did not let him go, so I still have him. All right. Yep. Um, he, he might be a good waiver pickup too, if that's any. Yeah, yeah. If, if Davis is out there, pick him up. Yep. But chances are he's not. Um, behind him was our debater, who's not here, his favorite player, James Robinson. Yep. Uh, he's been Chris. helping Chris's team out a lot this year. Um as Chris has dealt with some injuries, a lot of running backs have. Um, but Robinson followed up his 27-point week versus the Chargers and then the bye, but uh, had 15.9. So honestly, not a crazy week, which kind of speaks to, like, 99 yards and a rushing touchdown was the third-best running back game of the week. Yeah. So it kind of speaks to the overall rushing produ- rushing producti- production. Um, this is kind of, kind of the same as last week with the quarterbacks. The quarterbacks had two great ones, and then, and then yeah. one average was, like, 20 points. So... Not a huge, mm-hmm. not a huge fantasy day for running backs. Uh, we'll hop on down to receivers, where we had um, Richie James was number one. Richie had nine catches for 184 yards and a touchdown um, in their loss to the Packers. Um, Thirteen targets too. Yeah, he a lot uh, of targets. Thirteen targets, nine cut, ca- nine catches, 184 yards and touchdown. Um, I don't know we if anyone is going to talk about Richie later on, but. Uh, yeah, kind of we'll, a we'll out of nowhere player. We'll get into him later. Yes. Uh, behind him was a guy you expect to see in the top three most weeks, uh, Tyreek Hill, with a, set, a second twenty point week in a row. He had twenty four points versus the Panthers. Eighteen targets for Hill, nine catches only. Uh, I don't know if that makes you think, but uh, nine catches, one hundred thirteen yards, and two touchdowns. So Hill was just doing Hill things. His back to back weeks with two touchdowns. He has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ten touchdowns on the year. Tyreek Hill is a receiver you're starting every week, without a doubt. Yep. Um, behind him is Devontae Adams, who one falls right into week. the same boat. He's going to find the end zone. Aaron Rodgers loves him. He had uh, 23 points on 12 targets, 10 catches, 173 yards, and a touchdown. That's kind of that's what that's what Devontae Adams does. That's what Tyreek Hill does. That's where they belong. That's where they are. Yep. So um, we're uh, we're glad to have Max back here with the uh, with the yeah, reading him good. off. I was the third stringer last <laughs> week reading off the totals. Are we looking at tight ends? Is there we, any any noteworthy yeah, tight ends? In the tight end, we had Travis Kelsey had fifteen point nine. Uh, yeah. Travis Kelsey doing Travis Kelsey things. He's the best tight end in the league. Yep. Continues no, to be the best tight end in the league. Um, 
I think one, he's not on the list, but a quick little tight end shout-out is Mark, Mark Andrews, who is nowhere near the top 10, nowhere near the top, nowhere near the top of anything for tight ends. He's been, he's fallen off. Um, Jimmy Graham was third with 11, and uh, Irv Smith on the Vikings was second with 13. Yeah. And nobody knows their... Uh... They got Kyle Rudolph and Irv yeah, Smith. Yeah, you know, so Irv Smith isn't a name you're, you know. you're rushing towards. Kelsey's already owned in most leagues. Graham is already owned in... Maybe it's 65 for them, actually. Um, yeah. If you need to tight end, Graham's out there. Um, how, about, how about we uh, mix it up? Why don't you show us the top defenses of the week? All right, all right. Uh, defenses, we had, wow, uh, a couple of big performances here. The Saints were number one as they shut down <laughs> the... the smackdown uh, on, uh, on the... Bucks. Tom Brady had a god awful game. No touchdowns. Three picks. They lost by thirty five. The biggest loss of any team this year. The they held up. I don't know if it's held them is the right word, but the the uh, Bucks attempted to run the ball four times, include or five, including a QB Neal, which was the lowest amount ever in a game. So I don't know yep. if you praise the Saints defense for that necessarily, but they shut down the pass. Um, yeah. um, weird game. But uh, behind them was the Ravens with sixteen points. Uh, versus the Colts. They had a touchdown. That's yeah, they had, so yeah did you see Philip Rivers just fall oh, and sit yeah. there? Like, <laughs> that was so <laughs> He, like, fell to save face, but then the guy just went right over him. <laughs> it was uh, not a good luck for Phil. Uh, he's, an, he's an old man out there. He's not meant to tackle. Um, and the third best defense with the Tennessee Titans, also a 16, because they played the Bears. Yep. Um, I don't even want to... They also had a Bears touchdown. Right now. Yeah, the Bears suck. They had a defense. The Bears offense sucks. So. Um, a lot of defensive touchdowns this year. Yeah. It feels like more than usual. And not for the Bears, which is kind of... No, they've gotten them taken back. Yeah, yeah, honestly. Is, so uh, if anybody right. in the Bears organization is hearing this, I will also <laughs> be the defense. Yeah. I, will, I will be the defensive coordinator as well. Now, because... will you be taking two minimum salaries for both positions? No, no, I will, take one, I will take one. And I'll, uh, I'll play starting middle linebacker on top of the back. <laughs> How many plays will you last? Coach Pagano, please blitz more, buddy. Please, please. All right, let's get into it waivers here so we did talk about my first one richie james great game 24.4 points 13 targets nine receptions 184 yards and a touchdown are you gonna pick him up andrew i'm gonna have to say no no thank you we don't need him richie james is not the guy you're gonna want one hit wonder yep. one hit wonder all the guys are coming back Ayuk was out debo samuels mm-hmm. was out everybody was out and so he was the only guy there to throw it to. So do it again all, and all, again, and we'll talk. But yeah, for now, no, keep him off your roster. Don't don't even pick him up yep. yet. He's not. Let some spot. other schlum take him. He should not even be sniffing a starting. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. sniffing a starting job. He's 02 percent yeah. owned. And he's not even worth rostering at this point, just because Ayuk and Debo are just so explosive of players that Richie James is going to be irrelevant. Let the let the back. dork in your league who yeah. Doesn't, who doesn't listen to us? Yep. Pick him up. So then, uh, my guy who I actually do want you to pick up is going to be a guy that Chris had a while ago, but he's he's rather inconsistent. Um, but David Moore for the Seahawks on a high flying offense, he's the third receiver, but he has had some pretty good games. Uh, and with the Seahawks, Russell let Russ cook, as the kids say. Um, yeah. He's been cooking. He's been throwing it like crazy. Obviously, Metcalf and Lockett are the far and away yeah. leaders, but. When the when there's that much offensive production, the third string is going to be higher than yep. most so of the third string. If you can predict uh, the games for him, 
He's not that consistent, but he has had good games. He just had 13 last week. He's got to find, him, find the right matchup. I he had he 10 does, points. He does he good when Lockett does bad. Yeah, yeah. Lockett's had, uh, like, basically Lockett's two, boomer bust two weeks, really yeah. good games, mm-hmm. and then everything else has been really Metcalf bad Metcalf is him. clearly becoming the, yeah, the guy. He's the consistent yeah. guy, but I agree. I think he, he would be a name to look I at. I think he's a guy you could maybe stick in your flex. Like Chris said a few weeks ago, uh, but uh, many, obviously, a lot of people forgot about him. He's 1.1% owned. I, so I forgot about him. I think David Moore is uh, worth the roster just because he has had, a, he, while he's not consistent, he has had a bunch of games where he's right around that 10 or 11 mark. And uh, a lot of times it's with a touchdown, but mm-hmm. he's thrown so many touchdowns that David Moore could easily get it. And he, he looks like he has gotten a good amount of targets, I will say that. he He gets like... Six, seven. I think this last game was like eleven targets, uh, but six and seven is his usual range, and I think David Moore is worth it. All right, Andrew. Not a weekly starter though. So, All right, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a surprising waiver wire, I guess. Not a name that I thought I'd be ever really mentioning again, but Alex Smith. Alex Smith. For Washington football team, after that uh, horrific Kyle Allen ankle injury, Ooh. hope he gets better Brutal. soon. That was rough, but Alex Smith, point one percent owned. Obviously, nobody's gonna so, have him. So feel good so story. I don't even think anybody's gonna take him. I, I don't think a lot of people are. But I mean, if you watched him, he had a nice touchdown pass to scary, uh, scary, scary Terry. Terry. <laughs> Terry. And I think, I think he has a decent um, setup around him. Gibson's not bad. Yeah. Scary Terry's one of the better receivers in the league. If you need a quarterback, and he's yeah, out he's there. A, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's experienced. A, mm-hmm. So I think if you need somebody... He's a really easy guy to root for. You can take a chance. Terrible yeah. injury if you want to... Yeah, let me, uh, let me add to your point a little bit. I had uh, Terry McLaurin last year, right? So he was a rookie last year. He had some fantastic games. He looked like a beast among boys. Mm-hmm. And he, he was just fantastic. That was when Alex Smith was throwing it to him. As soon as they switched to Dwayne Haskins, he shot down. So I think Alex Smith is much better for the team. Much better for Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin is looking a lot better now with Alex Smith there. Definitely. More on that later. So Stay tuned. <laughs> Next. Uh, I put two waiver pickups. Um, one is a contingent on injury, which we might not know by the time waivers roll around, but I don't think it'll be too hot of an ad, is uh, Ryan Null on the Bears. Um, he's, I think, me and Andrew were talking about this uh, pre-recording, um, is a guy who's going to be thrown into a starting position worth picking up regardless of who he is. And I think Ryan Nall is like the absolute, like most version of that. No one, I, I sure don't know who Ryan Nall is. Um, but if Montgomery's out with concussion, now you have to ask, as Bears fans, we know Nagy loves to give to Cordell Patterson. So is Nall really going to get much even if he is the starter? Um, I don't know. But I think it's a, if you need running backs, like how so many have been going down, he's a name to see if he's going to get the starting role. So I think with Ryan Nall that he... You might be fooled a little bit by his stats. He had that receiving touchdown. He is not a guy who catches the ball mm-hmm. for the most part. He is a power running back. Yep. And uh, with that offensive line, unless they get better, I don't see him having any good games whatsoever. I don't either. That's why I, I, He's a, like, you need a running back, and you're just taking yeah. a flyer on somebody that's going to get carried. Sit on your bench. Right. Um, see. But I, I would say that... I would say it's not worth taking him because I think that I can't argue with not. It's just it's just no, it's yeah. a name to throw out there. But it's yeah. Minnesota too. Yeah. Minnesota doesn't. Have, I know they've been playing better, but their defense still is not. Well, thanks a lot, guys. But, but then you're gonna have you're gonna <laughs> have to not. start uh, Nall then, 
this week because here's the thing is that Montgomery might be out with a concussion. Right. It's nothing structurally with his leg or anything, so I he, he shouldn't take more, more than, than a week to come back. Right, right. So but we don't even know he might play this week for all we know. Yeah. So um, don't pick up Ryan Null. My next guy Try is again, uh, <laughs> is uh, Gus uh, Gus Edwards on the Ravens. Um, the Ravens have kind of always been a bit of a by committee running back team, um, but Ingram has missed the last couple weeks. Um, and Gus Edwards has put up 14 points versus the number one ranked Pittsburgh defense and 10.4 versus the number two ranked Colts defense, and now he gets the number 24th ranked who, as we speak, are getting beat by the Jets' um, Patriots defense. So if he can do it versus the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Indianapolis Colts, um, logic, I, I suppose he should be able to do it versus the Patriots. Will he get the carries? He had 16 two weeks ago, 11 last week, um, had found the end zone the last three weeks in a row. Yeah, um, that, so again, I think, I think he is another, if you need a guy, I wouldn't pick. I wouldn't be drop-benching someone for him, but if you need a running back, um, he's done it versus... The last three weeks, he's played the sixth best defense of the first and the second, and managed to find the end zone all three weeks. Yeah, um, so that's the thing. If Ingram is inactive again, I would think about if you need somebody throwing him in, in versus the Patriots. I think that you're uh, with Gus Edwards. You're kind of chasing the touchdown. One hundred percent, you're chasing the um, touchdown. But me and Andrew were down on uh, the Colts running back crew and the Baltimore crew, all five of the running backs in that scenario. Mm-hmm. We were down on them last week. And uh, the only one we were wrong about was Gus Edwards with that ten point game. It's only because, because he found the end zone. yeah, only because he hit. But the end zone. he's found the end zone three weeks in a row versus three of the best running yeah. backs. And running he has defenses. he has obviously been the better back between him and J.K. Dobbins. Oh, without without a doubt, and so, Ingram honestly. So um, he so should either. he should be. I mean, if anybody, if anyone besides Lamar Jackson is going to score a rushing touchdown, it's, it's, it's going to be, be Edwards. Edwards. Yep. So as and, long uh, as Ingram's not there, I think that it's possible that you could pick him. Up. Again, I wouldn't be looking to get him, like looking to get him in my lineup. But if you need him, um, <coughs> so did we get a, anything a, from Chris? A viable option? No, nothing from Chris. All right. So let's. All right. Thanks a lot, Chris. Let's get right into start <laughs> sit All right, QB Matt. Stardom sit I got a very surprising and tentative one. Whoa! You're gonna have to believe. <laughs> in him to start him, but Drew Locke has had two very good what? games. Uh, both of them actually coming in garbage time with come from behind. That doesn't help your case. <laughs> with, no, from, both of them come from behind. One of them was a come from behind victory. Over the Chargers? Yes, and the second one was a come from behind heartbreaking loss last week to the Falcons. So he has turned it on in the fourth quarter, the second half of the game both times, and I'm looking for Drew Locke to have a good game against number 27 yeah, ranked Vegas The obvious Raiders. thing here is that he's played the Chargers and the Falcons the last two weeks, or two yeah. of the worst pass defenses. And when he's played the the two weeks prior to that, the Patriots and the Chiefs, two of the best pass defenses he's been. Yes. Not, but the Raiders are yep. right the Ra- there at the, the Raiders, as well. They, while they are ranked bad against the quarterback on the fantasy app, you're, that's why I say tentatively, because Vegas hasn't looked like too bad of a team. Vegas they do is let competent. Up, they, look, they, they let up a lot of points. How did Herbert do versus them? 23 fantasy okay. points. Yeah, he, he didn't uh, do too bad. No, he did, but he did all right. Um, and it would have been more if they didn't have multiple drops in the end zone in yeah. the game. Mm-hmm. Would so, have been closer to 29. Yeah, and he had, what, what do you see, 300 yards? Three, he threw about 42 times. He had twenty or two touchdowns. 
than 24 rushing yards. So here's what I think. I think uh, Drew Locke's going to be playing from behind like he has the last two mm-hmm. weeks against bad teams. And I think it's a it's a it's a play the hot hand situation. Yeah. He's, he's hot. He's playing another bad defense. Yep. And uh, he's been he's been getting it done in the second half. So I, I think if you need a guy, you have a bye week or something, and you don't have another choice. I think Drew Locke might be. Uh, I'll call him a sleeper for this week. Yeah. Okay, so uh, kind of yeah. going off that just um, remind me a little bit of someone, Jerry Judy. Uh, haven't really heard his name much, but he just came off of 16 points. I think maybe if Drew Locke is turning it around a little bit, maybe uh, Jerry Judy could be someone you pick up. I know I picked him up, um, but I he I might as well throw him out there. He he might be turning ar- turning it around a little bit and becoming yep. more of the main guy. Another name possibly to look at, I don't know how he did, was Cortland Sutton. Uh, those are the top two receivers well, on that Cortland team. Sutton's out for season. Oh, okay. So Jerry Judy's the only he, guy that he hasn't played a single game. He got hurt preseason. Right, I did not know uh, that. How did right, you not? So, oh, I did him. I <laughs> well, me and Andrew are gonna finish off this podcast. Matt's headed home. See you guys later. Oh, All right, I'm in. I'm getting into the sit. Uh, my sit is might be obvious to some. Wait, but... is that how we do it now? I thought we all did starts. We're, we're doing. No, we've always done it this way. Have we really? Sit, yeah. yeah. So, uh, my sit... Sorry, guys. I'm an idiot, too. Ah, yeah, uh, it's so it's just just going to do a solo show just until, he, until he screws up, and then it's over. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, my uh, my sit is going to be a guy named Jake Lutone, or Lutton, or I'm not sure how to pronounce it. <laughs> He's uh, the Jacksonville quarterback. Looked real good. He looked real good. But he played the Texans. Forgive me for not knowing this, but did Minshew get hurt, or did he get benched? Benched. Well, he was kind of he supposedly he had been injured this whole season. Ah. But he just got benched for this guy who looked very good. He threw on his second play of the game threw like a 75-yard touchdown to DJ Chark. Which shout out DJ Chark, thanks for winning me this week. Uh you're welcome. But they they uh they played Houston, not a very good defense. This week they're going into Green Bay, which is also not an amazing defense, but Number eight versus the quarterback, yeah, whatever see, it's worth. Green Bay lets up points and yards on the ground. Like, a lot of points. They're mm-hmm. number 32 against the run. So, I think a huge game for James Robinson. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it, that's his name? Yeah. yeah. All right, so James Robinson and uh, Latone, Lutton, whatever your name is, bro. Don't matter. Louis Vuitton. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. Your, your name's Bench. Yeah, he, he, he did have Not nine, even Bench. Your name's free agent. He did have 19 points. Uh, but he's gonna be—he's not gonna be in your starting lineup this week. If I have anything to do with it, Andrew. All right, my QB start is gonna be Tom Brady. Uh, after a very, 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 very poor performance. Ooh, Tom Brady. Um, very poor f- performance against the Saints. I think he's gonna have a little bit of a bounce back week. Can I interject real quick? Hey, no, Tom Brady you must. Tom Brady. Shook the hand of Drew Brees after an abysmal loss. Did he shake hands with Nick Foles, boys? No, he didn't. Is there anybody I, else he didn't shake hands with besides Nick Foles this season? He went out of his way to shake everybody's hand. Yeah, except everybody Nick except As Nick we Foles. know, I like Brady a lot, and I want to defend him for this. I would if he would have just said, yeah, I was pissed. Like, that was a stupid loss, and I don't want to shake Nick Foles' hands. Like, he didn't have in the press conference then. Don't be like a, oh, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Like, what's yeah, that? Like... Just if you're gonna do it, you're Tom Brady. You can say whatever you want, especially about Nick Foles. Like, yeah. you just own up to it and be a like, yeah. So that's my. All right, but anyways, back to fantasy. <laughs> yeah. Um, back to the real issue here. You know, after a bad performance, I think he's gonna be a little pissed off. He's gonna come out 
Panthers have not been the greatest defense. Although they have been a competing team, though. And it's a big division game now. Yes. So I think with um, with playing the Panthers, them being more competitive, you're going to see uh, more passing attempts. And we'll, um, we'll, we'll get into this later on, but uh, Antonio Brown being on the team, does that... Does that... I, it can't hurt. Right. It can't hurt Tom Brady from an athletic we standpoint. We know he loves Tom Brady. Yeah. And so are they roommates? Did I, yeah. I? I read that. Is that Brown moved in with Brady and his family? That's weird. That's a little bit. <laughs> weird. I think he's living in his guest house, which is yeah, probably bigger yeah, than but it's all not like they're sharing a two bedroom apartment or anything. <laughs> no. But has he kissed Tom Brady's kids yet? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a house rule. <laughs> <laughs> Every morning, Brown. <laughs> Wakes up little Tom Jr. on her hand. Good morning. <laughs> but anyways, start him this week. Um, if you're doubting him after uh, that New Orleans game, I would say go for him. Yeah, I'd like to add to your point here with uh, Tom Brady is cut is now uh, not favored to win. Well, the Bucks, I guess, are not favored to win the division anymore. Because the New Orleans Saints have a very easy schedule coming up, mm-hmm. and the Buccaneers have a yeah, very so tough it, schedule. It, it, so this is a must-win. It's and a must-win game for I them. I think over the history, like literally like a decade now, Brady has constantly had to deal with people saying, is it over? Is the dynasty done? And obviously it's getting closer and closer and closer. And it might maybe for this, this is the time, and he's not going to ever be Brady again. But I think Brady has spent the last definitely at least five years shutting up people that say that. Um, so I'm going to put my money on him. Bouncing yeah. back. Yeah, until, until I it agree. doesn't happen. I don't like Tom Brady, but I think that that after like since like literally since like 2014, people have been saying, "Is he yeah. done? Is he done?" And then most he's star not done. most star players like great players once they have a bad game that they leads to their game. best game. Yep. So he might have a very very big game this I week. Mean, yeah, like I said, against the Panthers defense, mm-hmm. it's not that lets Nick, up a the lot Bears times. beat the Panthers. Nick Foles beat the Panthers. Tom Brady can do it too, right? Well, so, Nick Foles uh, also beat Tom Brady. Yeah, that, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> Twice. But and he did not get a handshake. Neither time, I believe. We're all in agreement there, so let's move on. My QB sit, Kirk Cousins versus the Bears. Uh, most of the time, you're going to want to sit Kirk yep. Cousins, but he did. Well, most of the time, you're going to sit Kirk Cousins, and most of the time, you're going to sit whoever's playing the Bears. Yes. However, um, if you're riding high on Kirk Cousins, he just came off a 20-point performance, which isn't great, great, but it's still a good performance, a solid QB performance. Mm-hmm. But you're going to see Dalvin Cook be yep. most of the entire offense, yep. against, especially against the Bears. I know they shut out uh, Henry, but they've had a tough time against running uh, stopping the run before that, so I think yep. they're they're just gonna put uh, Dalvin Cook as as their uh, the backpack of the team. Mm-hmm. So depending on Kirk Cousins' rest of season schedule, he might be a guy if you're in need of a quarterback. He might be a guy you might be able to put on your bench for now. I think yeah, eh, it's, it's not that easy coming forward. No, he's well, got he's Dallas, Dallas, which sucks. On certain lineups, it kind of comes it comes and goes because they should have Detroit. They should have Detroit. Well, Detroit's too late. But even versus Seattle, he got twelve. Versus Houston, he got fourteen. Versus Atlanta, he got twenty-three. Yeah, so it's not like he's really lighting up. See, that's how easy it is to get talked into liking Kirk Cousins, though. It even happens to the the ultimate hater. All right, stay away is my take. I I believe their team is getting better. They're always going to rely on the ground game, and like Justin Jefferson has the the boom plays in him, and I think that's been kind of a lot of his points is just finding Jefferson on the deep ball, and that might continue. Um, But as a whole, I don't like... We we made it very clear we don't like Kirk Cousins here. I I, I strayed for a second, but no. no. (laughs) My uh, QB start of the week is going to be a guy I missed the big conversation about, um, but Tua Tagovailoa on the Dolphins. 
Um, he got 21 points last week um, in the win versus the Chargers, or excuse me, versus the Cardinals. He was 28-28 uh, for 248 and two touchdowns, and only ran for 35 yards. And I think that's the the, the, the question mark: is he going to become more of a runner? He looked um, really good on in running when he did run the ball. He looked really good. He looks like he knows what he's doing. His next three games are the Chargers, the Broncos, and the Jets. Um, so if he's still in owning your league somehow, I definitely would pick him up. Um, the Chargers should be a good. They're the 29th first quarterbacks um the dolphins um look like the real deal all of a sudden i mean i shouldn't go that far but the dolphins look competent to yeah. say the least so um, let, me, let me uh let me just talk about a thing we said from last week so i said to pick up to uh to trade for Tua low last week if anybody did that it paid off because mm-hmm. now if you if you want to keep him you are in good shape or if you have a different quarterback that you like better you can trade him high now and so i think if you listened to us last week, if there was any like rookie nerves, like I think you were saying, um, maybe Tua should sit behind Fitzpatrick a little more and like be ready to be an NFL quarterback. I think last night's game versus the Cardinals was like as high. Was, that was a fun game. It was like a high intensity back and forth, big yep. league game, yep. and Tua showed ready. up and did his part and got the win. I think he's ready to go. Um, but another thing you got to be careful is that the Cardinals have a very poor defense. Let's start with the Chargers. Yeah, at so, least for this week. Yeah, okay, yeah. so yeah, coming up, he should be okay. Yes, um, and um, but just be careful of any bad game. Any yeah, no, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, he's not. He's not a lock start by any means yet. No, but um, he's working his way there. Should um, be a good, uh, good game coming up too. Herbert versus yeah, that'll be fun. Bunch yeah, of young battle. Yep. Um, my sit of the week is going to be also related to the Bucks game. Um, don't be too high on Drew Brees. Um. I'm still not fully believed, ready to believe he's back. Um, his last three weeks are 23, 19, and 22, so he's been he's been doing all right. Um, they're playing the 49ers, who have been kind of middle-of-the-road defense, dealing with a ton of injuries. Um, but I think this is after that. Breeze gets Atlanta, Denver, and Atlanta again. So I think don't drop Breeze, and maybe even pick him up if he's out there. And I think use this as like a tester week. Is he for real? Um, is he going to be garbage versus the 49ers? If he lights it up, then... Maybe you eat the, the one week of not having him, and then you definitely start him versus the Falcons. One thing about Drew Brees is they played Tampa, who has an outstanding uh, front seven. Mm-hmm. They Their offensive line for New Orleans looked just downright amazing. Mm-hmm. So Drew Brees has plenty of time to throw with all his receivers back. He threw again. Yeah, it was a vintage Brees game, really. He had 222 yards, which isn't that crazy, but four touchdowns, only sacked once. He did fumble. Um, I'm definitely not saying drop Brees or anything. Um but I Test think he, he's, he's had a bit of a shaky year, yeah. so I think uh, yeah. if, don't just if you don't need yet. to start him, keep him out versus the 49ers, and then yeah, more than test, likely yeah, throw him in versus the Falcons next the waters. Yep. He can. Okay. That Let's makes sense. Uh, move on. Running backs. Running back, go ahead. So I'm going to pick a guy who fly, uh, flies a little under the radar here as a backup to Saquon. Uh, Wayne Gallman yes. from the Giants has been rather good the last three weeks. Uh, pretty is. consistent. And so th- this is, <laughs> he's playing Philadelphia. He had 11 against Philadelphia last time. Now, here's what I want to throw out there. His last three games, 11, 12, 13. So this week, I'm going to predict he gets 14. And that's all you can ask for. So I think that he is going in order. I so. think it has to happen. Uh, I think that he's going to One thing about him, I, I like him. He's a, I think he's actually a, one of the better backups out there. I just think the Giants need to learn how to use the running backs because they're plugging in, uh, who was it, Deion Lewis and yep. Devonta Freeman, and those guys are clearly not not what they, you know, 
what they were and what they could be. Wayne Gallman is the guy, but they're not using him enough. But yeah, but he, I, he's been so fantasy, consistent over yeah. the last three weeks. He's, I think he's been a, a really good backup um, for Saquon, and I think he will see the end zone. I, I think they'll times. see most of the carries too. Definitely, because they they gotta learn at some point. And, and he's he's, uh, he's the best running back. And he's pretty they got. Good, yeah, pretty good mm-hmm. um, pass catching as well. He yep. he's not uh he's not shy in that aspect. Yeah. So and I basically agree. the other two, Freeman is more of just a runner. He's not a huge pass catcher. And then uh, Deion Lewis is only a pass catcher. So Goldman is just obviously the best. One I'm there. hoping he will take over and prove to the entire Giants organization that he's going to be the guy stepping up. So, yeah, Goldman is a start. My sit is going to be Jarek McKinnon. So, Jarek McKinnon, I did like earlier in the season, and I still like the guy. I think he's a a good, hardworking running back who runs hard and uh, wants to earn his place. His last two games were 10 and 12. So, you might disagree with me here, but he's playing New Orleans, who is the number 14 against the rush. Before this Tom Brady week, which mm-hmm. is going to be even gonna, better yeah, now. Yeah. But, uh, did I say four or 14? Like... They're number four. If like I said four 14. Or... If I said 14, it's four. <laughs> you said 14. Yeah, it, they're the number four against the run going into the. Uh, right, pro- previous to giving up. They, ha- our, our they have not uh, let up a 100 yard rushing game from a single player in like years, I believe it was. So and they are four to confirm. Yeah, they are number five. I know that it's the way I wrote it. So, uh, Jarek McKinnon is going to be a sit for me. There is. Uh, I agree with that. I mean, they're a big running team and everything. I think it should be a good clash, but New Orleans just looks too good against the run. All right. So Andrew. Andrew. All right. Uh, my running back start is going to be the whoever is going to end up starting for Seattle, and I say that because it's a little too early to decide. Um. For sure, who's going to be starting because they have a plethora of injuries over there. But um, if Chris Carson is going to be back, which I'm not sure if he will, he's still dealing with the foot injury. If he comes back, you're going to want to throw him in the lineup. Uh, same with Carlos Hyde and uh, DJ Dallas, who's a rookie, who I have on my team. You can You can pick him up. Uh, he's scored the last few games. He's found the end zone. All of the... Seattle running backs are finding the end zone mm-hmm. basically every single game. Seattle finds the end even zone with, one way or the other, yeah. Yeah, even with Wilson even not... Even when they lose, they find yeah, the end yeah, they, Even with Wilson, you know, not doing as good as he should have, uh, you got to go with whoever's um, in the backfield in Seattle because they're all finding the end zone. Mm-hmm. So yep, They're an offensive team. Only. It doesn't, it doesn't even could, matter. You, you could argue that they're always getting their defense is so bad, they're, but they're not even always playing from behind. They're just always playing in high-scoring games. Yep. Yeah, I so just, they're I always just, finding the end zone. I just want to warn you... Uh, stay away from the only one I would really stay away from is going to be Travis Homer. He really he's their fourth ish string. He kind of was wavering around third string, but he is also dealing with injuries too. Um, but if he ends up as a starter, I really wouldn't like him. But mm-hmm. anybody else, DJ Dallas for sure. If he's going to end up yep. starting again, he's found the end zone twice now. Um, the last two games, I like it. Uh, I concur. Move on. My running back sit is a little bit more surprising. I went with uh, Chase Edmonds. Whoa! <laughs> of the Cardinals. Been pretty good. Uh, he has been pretty good. good, uh, good he ha- yes, here. he has been pretty good. And the reason I'm going to put him on the sit, I don't think he's going to do horrendous by any means, but I think you're going to see maybe a little bit of a decline. He's playing the Bills, who they've been a kind of an average uh, defense overall. But I think... 
with Josh Allen and with Kyler, you're going to see a quarterback just, you know, shootout. Mm -hmm. You're going to see a high-scoring affair. And I think they're going to try to use um, just passing more. And I know Edmonds can catch the ball. Yeah, I don't. Th- I, I think for that reason, I can't agree with you on this but one. But I think they're going to still stick to uh, their receivers. I yeah, think he, Edmonds I think, just looks so good catching the ball. Like like I said, I don't think he's going to have like a bad, bad week by any means. But I think you're going to see a decline. Like maybe him drop into like seven points, mm-hmm. eight points, somewhere around there. I can see it. I, can see it. I, don't, I don't think so. I, I'm going to have to 100% disagree. I like Chase Edmonds with uh, the way he catches the ball, just the way he looks out there. Good they're going to feed him the ball. They're going to they're gonna find ways to get into his hands with the screen, with whatever. And they just have so many, so many options out there that... Uh, the Cardinals on offense are too good. He's gonna, he's gonna be. I think he's gonna be good. Okay, but how about we wait till the end of the week and see how he does? I think you have a valid point. Um, I could see it honestly going either way, but I think with uh, the Bills, um, they're just gonna. It's just gonna be an aired out type of game, and I think. They're just gonna have to go down the field instead of a little. But has it hasn't every one of their games been an aired out kind of game? Pretty much. I mean, they I they pretty much had to they do that the whole to season. Incorporating the run though. Yeah, I mean, but I'm not, and I'm not arguing that he's gonna get rushing yards. No, but I no, no. I do think he could easily have a big game against the Bills, who, I mean, aren't amazing on defense, uh, and with a guy who could cause it's just so hard to cover. Uh, a fast running back who can catch the ball really well. All right, so I guess I guess you kind of convinced me. So I guess I'll change my. Uh, so instead of maybe a sit, I would say um, if you have somebody you're kind of on the fence about with him, I would mm-hmm. say go with them over right. him. But um, if you, you but don't know, sit him, just to sit. Yeah, him. just to sit him. So I oh, yeah I guess, I guess we're doing a good job debating here. We're 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 all changing each other's minds here. So. <laughs> all right, let's uh, Max. My uh, running back start of the week, and again, this is a, a bit of a contingent on injuries and things. Is uh, going to be Kalen Ballage on the Los Angeles Chargers. Balage. I believe it's I pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> Ball age, um, but my boy Kalen, um, he he uh, is point oh point one percent owned, no percent started. He's uh, not a household name. Um, but he put up 14 points versus the Raiders, who are one of the worst defense, rush defenses. Um, he had 69 yards and a touchdown. Um, and I think the reason you want to keep an eye on him um, is with Eckler still being out and Kelly, the quote um, I saw from the from the Chargers, but he's, that is, is that he's running timid, mm. um, which isn't something you want to see. So if he's no. going to be on the, the Chargers the sh- graces the, the shit the list, um, and... Um, Eckler is still out. Justin Jackson is another question mark, but I think it, this this game might be a chance for um, Kalen B to um, <laughs> to uh, step up and say I'm here and I'm ready to run. Um, yeah. So I think again he's not a for sure start, but uh, if you need someone and the cards work out for him, I think the the numbers might be there. And my um, bench of the week is a bit bigger of a name. Um, and again, this is it's kind of similar to Chase Edmonds, what we were saying. Don't bench him just to bench him. But if you have someone you'd rather start over him, um, Josh Jacobs put up only 12 points last week versus the Chargers and only 12 before and three before that. Um, so he's been on a bit of a downslope, and he only had 14 carries last week um, after dealing with a bit of a knee injury in practice. Um, so if that knee injury is still lingering and they want to give Devontae Booker some more carries and have it be 
a bit more of a split backfield again. Um, this time versus a more stingy defense in the Broncos as compared to the Chargers, who only put up 12. I think he might be looking at like a 10-9 sub, sub par week from Jacobs. Um, so if you do have a name you're looking to get in there um, and need someone to bench, I think Jacobs is a name you can feel more comfortable than normal putting on your bench. Okay. I think that's fair. So uh, let's, let's hop into receivers. Yeah, hop into receivers. Matt, what do you got? Yeah. So I'm going to have uh, three guys here. Uh, one start, one sit, and one honorable mention as my second start. And I'm going to go with my first one is going to be actually a guy that I hate to admit when Chris is right, but when he's right, he's right. Curtis Samuel has been real good. He is now playing Tampa Bay. He, he's had a bunch of rushing yards and rushing touchdowns, I'm assuming on jet sweeps and such, but he's had a lot of touchdowns. He's had a touchdown in each of his last three games. Uh, I believe, I don't know how many receiving, but I know he's had two rushing touchdowns, and I know he's at least had two receiving touchdowns in the last three weeks. So he's been very good, hot hand over there. He, while he is the, well, assumed to be the number three, receiver he has looked very good and just the fact that he's getting so many of those jet sweeps and they're working I believe that he should have no problem doing this against Tampa Bay who is has been in a good defense but like I've said from the beginning they don't have a good secondary Curtis Samuel should be very good against them uh, Teddy Bridgewater has looked a lot better lately uh, Christian McCaffrey um, potentially not playing this game is only going to help you out yep. at that point. So, mm-hmm. yeah, basically, I mean, right here I've written he's, he has lots of touchdowns. So right, he's a guy yeah. that I think you could really start. My sit is going to be Christian Kirk, the second string for the Cardinals. Oh. And I, don't, I mean, the Cardinals don't usually make my sit list, but uh, he's playing Buffalo number eight. I believe that he just had a good game because they shut down Hopkins, and I don't believe that Buffalo can do that. I believe Buffalo is going to let up a lot of targets to Hopkins. Hopkins is going to take over the game. Just like the argument about Brady, when a great player has a bad week, they usually come back with with a very good week. So I think Hopkins is going to be the main target. He's never satisfied when he gets low point totals like that. And I think Christian Kirk, unless he catches a touchdown, is going to be a lot less relevant and you're going to be disappointed in him if he's in your lineup. I think he could maybe fall to a category, like I said, where if you have another guy that you're on the fence about, mm-hmm. go with him over. Because I don't think Christian Kirk is going to be a for-sure sit because he has been pretty solid. Um, well, I mean, he, has, he hasn't really been that solid. I mean, this last game he was pretty good, but... I don't, I don't believe he was doing too hot. I mean, he had some good games here and there, but I don't believe he's been consistent, if uh, I'm correct, and you get back to me there. But uh, <laughs> Buffalo is number eight against uh, receivers, so not an easy matchup for him, uh, and I believe that you're going to have to throw it to Hopkins. So recently, Kirk has been playing really well. 20 points against Dallas, 15 against Seattle, 18 against Miami, who are not good defenses whatsoever. But I do... Yeah, but before that, he was getting 5 and 7. I mean, it's, I think the guy's just a little bit questionable. Like I said, he's a number 2. If Hopkins has a huge day, he's not going to have that great he's, of a... He's just been a touchdown monster recently. Yeah, is what that's what I'm saying. He's going to have to catch a touchdown for you to be happy with his performance. And I, I mean, he always has a chance. But I think with Buffalo being a better defense against the pass... Mm-hmm. 
I believe that their number two is not going to be as relevant, and Hopkins is going to have to take over just because of his talent level. So my second start slash honorable mention is a guy we talked about earlier, Terry McLaurin. Just watching his highlights, which is all I did last year uh, when I had him on my team starting, uh, he is fantastic. He is an amazing receiver. He's just like A.J. Brown. Those two are just, no matter who they play, no matter what defender is on him, he's going to make catches as long as the ball is thrown to him well. And with Alex Smith being back, he likes throwing it to Terry McLaurin, and he throws it well to him. All you have to do is throw it within the guy's reach, and he will catch it. And he is just like A.J. Brown in that he makes monster plays after the catch. He is very hard to bring down. He is a very good receiver, and I believe he needs to be in your lineup as long as Alex Smith is starting and they don't have a very, very tough matchup. I didn't even look up who they're playing because <laughs> I, believe, I believe it's the Giants. No, it's not the Giants. Giants are playing Eagles. So I'm not 100% sure who they're playing. Don't matter. But uh, he, I believe he's a start. No matter what. Andrew? All right, so my uh, wide receiver start is a little bit of a hot take. Um, I'm going to go with Darnell Mooney. Ooh, and I know that's kind of hard to hear after they just they know. just played the number one uh, number 31 defense, and he only put up 4.3 points. Uh, his targets have been coming in a lot more recently. Um, the last few games, 5, 7, 6, uh, 11. And they're playing Minnesota, who is the number 30 pass defense. And I think um, I think with the questionable running back situation in Chicago, they're going to be forced to uh, throw it in the air more. You're going to see Darnell Mooney um, deep down the field against a very, very poor Minnesota sec- uh, secondary if Nick Foles can just hit the man while he's running deep, Darnell Mooney would be a freaking monster this season. But here's the thing. Can Nick Foles be protected long enough to throw those deep balls? Because you saw that he, he was not able to throw one deep ball in this last game. That is that is true. Um, however, they aren't just using him deep. They have thrown short uh, to him here and there. He's... He's honestly just a monster. Yep. He, he he's catches. shifty, but he hasn't been able to really make it yeah. happen fantasy-wise yet. Yeah, he hasn't really been able to break out, but I think this is the week that he is going to do it. If you need somebody to plug in, I would say go ahead and use him. He's only 2.9% owned in the roster. Uh, so they're probably if, all if Bears really, fans. <laughs> yeah, so if you really need somebody, I think now would be a good week to plug him in. He's, I think he's going to see the end zone this week. Okay, so that, that is a hot take. So what's your sit? Um, and my wide receiver sit, sorry, Matt, is going to be DJ Chark. Ooh, I don't know about that one. And <laughs> I, he just came off of a good week. Yeah, with well. uh, just, just like it goes hand in hand with my Jake Lutton. Or Luton or whatever his yeah, name is. Yeah, I think Green Bay's a number five defense against the pass. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to see DJ Chark go down. DJ Chark is a kind of a boomer bust player. He definitely yeah. is. If he's not catching a big, you know, big long touchdown, he's not going to have that good of a day. Mm-hmm. So I say go ahead and sit him. Yep. Max? All right. My, uh, I'm going to be honest, I'm kind of, with wide receivers, there's just a lot of wide receivers. Um, so this is kind of, not just picking the name out of, out of the air, but um, I'm going to go with Nelson Aguilar on the Raiders as my start of the week. I like that. Um, Nelson's biggest problem <clears throat> is he hasn't had more than four, uh, five catches. This is his most catches on the year. Um, he only had three targets for two catches and 65 yards, uh, or sorry, 55 yards versus the Chargers last week. 
Um, but I think the Raiders are a team that's kind of starting to like find their stride and be a real team. Um, and going up against the Broncos, um, the 25th ranked versus the receiver, um, I think the chemistry is just going to keep growing as Aguilar is learning his new team better, getting more chemistry with Carr. Um, and despite not having more than five catches, he has found the end zone uh, one, two, three, four, five times. So he does. he's getting the end zone. Um, and kind of going off what you said, if you're kind of put off by his zero point performance, mm-hmm. uh, who did they play? That, that was versus the Browns. That was versus the Browns. And the so weather I, was... yeah, I want. I just want to throw out the weather was terrible. Mm-hmm. They they and he's the outside receiver. They couldn't really throw right. the ball. So if you're put off by the zero points that he put up, and the week before it was that versus weather. the Bucks, it was a, he had a hundred yards and a touchdown. Yeah. Yes. So so I agree with Matt. I think he had Don't a good be... return to form game versus a decent Chargers defense versus receivers, and now he yes. gets Denver. Um, so if you need a guy, I think Aguilar's out there. God, Throw him on in. I believe uh, Denver is another team that's been riddled with injuries. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I believe in Aguilar. I was actually the one that said, uh, I believe, start him when he had that zero-point week. <laughs> uh, maybe just pick him up, one of the two. But Oops. I believe in I Aguilar. pick him up, but don't start him. <laughs> so maybe I didn't. I don't know. But uh, Aguilar, I, I believe, is is a not a good player. Like mm-hmm. he's, he's not a very good receiver. Like to be honest, no, as of yet, but the guy is pretty much the only reliable, I would right, say, yeah, receiver the on the team. Yeah. Henry Ruggs hasn't been it. Um... Henry Ruggs is just the deep threat. That's mm-hmm. all he is. Uh, Hunter Renfro, all he can really do is run crossing routes. So Aguilar is like your mid-range guy, right. like like a guy like uh, DJ Moore or uh, Allen Robinson, mm-hmm. like no, nowhere near the skill level of those no, guys. No, no, no. But yeah, yeah, but he's, he's that type theory, of guy, yeah, right? So uh, and he can catch the the deep balls yep. too. So he's fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just got to work on those stone hands. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's his thing. His dropping. You. Yep. But he's the meme of Aguilar. But um, my wide receiver sit of the week is going to be a guy that I actually like and is on my team. Um, Jarvis Landry. Um, the Browns are going up against the Houston Texans, who so have even not with been Odella? great first receivers, and even with Odell out. I know what you're thinking. Max, you like the Browns. What are you talking about? <laughs> is Baker um, But that's the big question. They're coming off a of bye week. Um, Baker Mayfield yesterday was placed on the COVID list. I honestly, I don't think anyone knows if he's going to play this week right now. Um, and it might be a situation like where Stafford this week literally had no contact with the team all week, like personally drove to the stadium and then like played, like just played the game with nothing all week. So I don't know what's going to happen with Baker, but... We do know he's not going to be practicing within the next couple of days. Yeah, Baker's um, a guy that probably Baker needs to loves practice. getting it to Landry, and I'm going to be honest, I don't know who the Browns' backup quarterback is. Not <laughs> whoever it is is not someone I trust giving the ball to anyone. Um, Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham being out or not, um, but I would say yeah, stay away from Landry, despite having a good matchup and being a, kind of a, a hot name. Um, but Landry hasn't even been that good this year, regardless. Even the Browns, even with the Browns' success, his high high mark, high water mark is ten point two. I like it. I like your picks, Max. Hey, thanks. Chris right. had nothing. So let's get into... Yeah, we're, uh, we're already almost at an hour here, so we'll uh, yeah. we make right, this so... too lengthy of a debate. No, but it's more, but... more of a fun one, no, I'd no, say. No, 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 we got to get into the picks first. Oh, the picks. I do apologize. Yes. Did Chris send in his picks? Do you think um, he did? No, I no, doubt he did. it. He didn't, so... Let's well, hit, just... a, hit us with your, All right, so uh, Andrew, your of the week. Andrew is still leading right now. He went 1-2 oh, this week. Not a great performance by Andrew... One and two, 
as I wouldn't talk. But he's winning by a lot, so <laughs> let's give him any He's credit. only winning by five. He's winning our fantasy league and he's winning <laughs> our uh yeah, so the guy isn't anybody, it's me. Yeah, the guy the guy it, is but... <laughs> the toilet bowl champion for five years and running. And he's so finally hit his stride. <laughs> uh Andrew, seventeen it's not and five years, is it? It's it is. You've come in last place five. No, not last. No, yeah, last I was place. He hasn't made the playoffs yeah, in yeah, like but five no years. Toilet bowl five. I've been running in flies. I have handed him the toilet bowl trophy as, as pretty much as many years as I can remember since he, he was <laughs> it's, in the championship. It's a nice tradition. <laughs> so Andrew, seventeen and six. That's not uh, bad. Doing very well, uh, except this poor performance with the one and two record this week. I don't week. know why you bring it up like you haven't done that the entire time. <laughs> yeah, like you have <laughs> All right, well, guess who didn't do that this week? The second place me. I am 12 and 11 now. If you ain't first, you're last. <laughs> Ricky Bobby. Yes, sir. <laughs> I am 12 and 11. Uh, I went 2 and 1. The only game I lost was that uh, horrible, horrible game by the Buccaneers. So, yep. Max is. No, Max is not next. <laughs> Chris <laughs> is 10 and 13, negative record. Uh, I believe he went 2 and 1 this week. Mm-hmm. If I am I correct, think that was that was said. But uh, Max is eight eight and one after and missing. And me, me and three Andrew uh, unknowingly picked the exact same three, yep. which was uh, kind of so, funny. Let's get right into it. My lock this week is gonna be the New Orleans Saints at home uh, against San Francisco. That's gonna. Uh, that's a pretty safe pick. I, I don't know if it's that. that safe. I don't know if it's that safe, but I haven't picked the the Saints yet. And just with all their weapons, they yeah. look like an elite team. So all their weapons. Yeah, are obviously they're clock. riding high after last week. Yep. But Andrew, luck. Uh, surprising Detroit versus Washington. Mm. I th- Washington I have, just I lost think, the Giants again. Yeah, without Galladay. I think that you can't really say Detroit is going to be your lock for many games. Right. Yeah. So take you gotta, you can. You gotta take them all you can. Mm-hmm. So go ahead, Max. Lock. My lock of the week is the Colts beating the Titans. Um, the Colts coming off a loss, but so are the Titans. Or the Titans, I'm sorry, coming off a win. But I think the Bears um, showed what a good defense can do to the Titans. I don't think the Titans are an elite team. Nope. Um, I think I don't think the Colts are an elite team no, either. And they have, but, and they have um, them, but they're better than the Bears. You but yeah, they're, they're they better have, than the Bears. They have um, the worst defense in the league mm-hmm. and just clearly not exploited yep. by the and Bears. The Bears can't do it, but I think the Phillip Rivers can. The Phillip Rivers. Yep. So, um, yes. so my lock is the Indianapolis Colts. All right, Chris let's... didn't send in anything, so he is an automatic 0-3 on the week. Let's <laughs> get uh, The upset for me is going to be Seattle is... Oh, boy, did we all pick that? <laughs> we all picked Seattle as our upset? Yeah, Seattle... All right, uh, we can all go together here. Yeah, yeah. Seattle and L.A., I can't believe it's an upset. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm shocked at that. I believe Seattle should slaughter them. So Seattle, I, I don't think Seattle. it's a hot take to yeah, say the Seahawks are better than the Rams no. like, at all. I'm even very though, surprised at that line. Even though they're in L.A., it does not matter. Seattle should easily be. It was be like the minimum point and a half for what it's worth. Yeah, on, it's sim- and it might change as we get closer yeah. to the week, but simply it's an upset home, as of right now. Yeah, simply so, home field advantage. But, but without a crowd, that doesn't mean much. I mean, if you're going to... If you're listening to this uh, today, you should be listening to it Tuesday, and they are still not favorite. I would bet some money on it. Yeah. Uh, next, oh Andrew. Oh wait, that's all of us. Yeah, that's all of us. Yeah, okay. all three so, of the Seahawks. And prime we'll, time. Prime time game of the week is gonna be Buffalo in Arizona. I believe that's Sunday night, if I'm correct. I'm uh, not entirely sure. No, it's uh, sure. Sunday at three, I believe. Day three, so it's not really a prime time. Prime time in our heart. It's a good <laughs> right. game. Yeah, it should be. Should be a good game. Are we game. all picking the same team again? Uh, I did not. Matt is going with. Uh... I I decided to go with Arizona because 
I mean, we made fun of Matt a lot for loving the Cardinals early in the year. Yeah, I think you've, uh, you've but, come yeah. down your biases a little bit. Yeah, you don't need I to mean, buy a jersey anymore. But <laughs> <laughs> still buying you one. No, I think I think that they're I think that they're not that good of a team. But this should be a shootout, and I, if it is a shootout, uh, and uh, Kyler Murray can get it done against the uh, Buffalo defense, then I believe that Arizona should win the shootout. Even I mean, their kicker is just downright awful. He missed he missed a forty nine yarder. Uh, and like I mean I know that's not that uncommon, but he missed it short. He mi- yeah, it was. No, it didn't. It didn't even it come was close. Dead on accurate. And yeah. It didn't. It wasn't like embarrassingly it was, short, but it was for, pretty bad. For an NFL yeah. kicker, for it's not like it like landed yarder. ten yards away. Like no. it was relatively but close, it, but it's pretty embarrassing for yeah. an NFL kicker. Mm-hmm. And I mean I I decided to go with Arizona because every time that I have picked a prime time and I've gone against my gut, I've pretty much lost. Mm-hmm. I if I. I, I think Arizona should pull this one out. I don't believe Buffalo is an elite team, basically. I think the only chance the Cardinals have of beating the Bills is if Josh Allen plays like crap like he has um, the last few games outside of last game. But I think the entire Bills like team rides on Josh Allen. Yep. So yeah. with Boy, his agree. confidence up and he's playing well, mm-hmm. they're going to win games. I, just, I think coming I... off of the Seattle game... He's riding high. Uh-huh. The Cardinals just have too bad of a defense that he's just going to mop them up. I, it's going to be a shootout. I, the Bills' defense isn't that good, but they're mm-hmm. still not bad. They're better than Cardinals going I'm Bills. picking the Bills as well. Obviously, it's not this simple, but the Dolphins just beat the Cardinals. The Bills can beat the Cardinals. Yeah. It's not that black and white and simple, obviously. But, but uh, Arizona um, beats Seattle. So right, you yeah. never know it, when right, they're going right, to show never, up. Right, right, no. right. I think this game is going to be a fun one. It's going to be a fun one. It's exactly what I was thinking last week. Like I was leaning towards uh, New Orleans. or I, I wanted to pick New Orleans, but I was leaning towards that there's no way that New Orleans will beat right. the Bucks and because sure the Bucks enough, have looked so good. So I'm going with my gut this week. I'm just right, gonna so stick let's, with it. Let's get into that? our debate. Yeah, yeah quick debate. We're at, um, we're already at an hour here, so we'll. Uh, this is more of a fun one, I'd say. Yeah. But um, we're talking not too many facts. A B. Antonio uh, Brown, <sighs> Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'll lead it off I, because uh, Antonio Brown. Where are we starting the debate? Is the debate should he be picked up or what are we? No, uh, I I think it's gonna be. Is he gonna have any sort of fantasy relevance and is he gonna stay in the league? Through for the rest of the season. Now, and I know in our league he was picked up. Would you want him on your roster? I would take him for sure on my roster. I'm gonna be honest. For solely for petty reasons, I don't want it. Like he's. I would take him big time last mm-hmm. year. Big time. I would. I would have him on my roster just because there's always a chance that towards the end of the year he could get hot and he could be the difference maker for your team. I can't argue with that. Like he's Antonio Brown. Like statistically, he's one of the best receivers of our lifetime. Like he's our, our era, whatever you want to say. He's. He's done it, and he's done it before, but he has also, like, fucked himself out of three teams now. Like, yeah. he's so, gone he, out kicking and screaming. He's looked like an absolute, like, just deranged madman. Yep. He's had off-the-field issues like like no other. He's had head injuries. He's... All right, so we'll get into that first, then. We'll get into the... Antonio Brown is a nutcase. I'm not arguing that... But I think if you're gonna... We're all gonna agree on that, right? He yeah. is crazy. He's not mentally well, but... What matters is on the football field, and if there's anyone that's it's gonna work with, it's Tom Brady, right? It's Brady like, this is, this loves is Antonio say. Brown for whatever reason. They like love each other. This is what I want to say about Antonio Brown. This is his last chance. hundred percent. He does not have another chance after this. Uh, if he can't make it work with Tom Brady and all these guys who are uh, 
more fun loving, not mm-hmm. too, as serious. It's, it's not like, like going the, in with the reason with he's Brady there is because of Brady. Yeah, and right. the reason he left Brady in New England was because of that off the field stuff with the sexual assault and yeah. So Brady, Brady has oh, never not wanted recording. Him. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It was Brady wants to play with. He's literally letting him live in his house. Yeah. Like, so like, Antonio, I believe Brown. Antonio Brown is not dumb. I believe that this dumb or dumb dumb. You don't believe he's dumb. I don't believe he's he himself is like just like stupid. I, I do honestly. I, That's I mean, why I don't. He acts stupidly, but I don't think he's a stupid person. I think I think that Antonio Brown I was realizes I, it's his last chance, and he he loves football. He's gonna okay, want to play the game. I don't. If I if I may interject really quick, I have to bring this up. He I don't think that's true because he agree. turned down. He mm-hmm. said about the Bears. He said I don't want to play for them. If you are really this if is my you, last chance, yeah, if, you do not right. give a crap what team you play for. You, don't you are there for the team. Of, you are there to play football. I give him, He's still a prima donna. He's still oh the mm-hmm. Bucks. They have the, one of the best offenses. He just wants to play with Brady. Yeah, I, that's I, all. I, that's right, his problem. Right. I don't I think he's gotten over like, his mental block. You could give him the benefit of the doubt, maybe after how he handled the situation with the Steelers, and that was absolutely embarrassing and dreadful. Like bad, and then he does it again, and arguably even worse with the Raiders, and then he finds his fit. With Brady, the guy who, again, let him live in his house, wants him more than, like, for whatever reason, loves A.V., and he fucks it up again, and now he's getting a fourth chance with Brady again. Like, if it's going to work, it's now, but I don't... I I think that this time he knows it's his last chance, and I think that he is going to clean his act up. If he ever wants to play football again, this is his last chance. Would so, I be surprised if he has like a major game? No. I'm not going to like if like if he puts up 25 he points has next the week, talent. I'm not going to be like, "Holy shit, I didn't see that coming." But I'm not banking on it happening. No. All right. So, let's get into the actual play of Antonio Brown. Max has talked for most of this debate already. Uh, but Antonio Brown it looked he only had 31 yards all right it was his first week in the offense uh tom brady obviously likes throwing it to him tom brady gave him a couple one deep shot Do you right know how away. many targets he had off the top of your head uh, i know it was I, five maybe i believe say. he only it had wasn't like a crazy three, number yeah, it wasn't like brady but, was force feeding it to him no but t- he did try to force feed him one super deep ball uh-huh. antonio brown played a actually very good defender because it was way underthrown uh-huh. um didn't even have a shot at it but I watched one specific play. Now, this is based off one play, but I believe that it means a lot more than one play. He ran a, a slant route, something something like that across the middle. Brady rocketed the ball at him way over his head. He went up and made, an ant- on the run, an Antonio Brown-like over-the-head snatch out of the air. That's, yeah, no, I don't think anyone's arguing the physicality. So no, but that, think, that's what I think he still has it after, I, I think after not playing. That, that play right there made me think that there is a good chance that he could be, if he could stay on the team, that he could be an elite option and Tom Brady will throw the ball to him because Tom Brady likes Mike Evans and everything, but I believe Antonio Brown is better than every single receiver on that team. I believe he's better. Yeah, I mean... I believe he's a better. He can catch better. I mean, we saw Mike Evans drop the ball. We his, we see his route running isn't amazing. Antonio Brown looked very crisp on his well, routes. He wasn't in the game that much. Uh, I believe this was testing the waters. Antonio Brown looked very good when he got I, his chance for the ball. I think you have to take into account that Godwin and Evans are not like they're good. Like Evans is a top. He's a very good receiver. Like I know you're not a huge fan of him, but he's literally he's had a thousand yards every single year of his career, and you can argue because of when whatever. 
But Evans isn't like a joke. Like Evans no. is a is a good receiver. No, but, that, but I think that gets, that almost gets too. nullified by Brady's love for Brown. Like if it was quarterback X and you had Godwin fucked up Brown and Evans, it'd be like logically makes sense that Brown is gonna be number three. But Brady's love for him like almost yeah. overrides. But the, if if he can keep his options. if he can keep keep his act together, the guy has to know that this is his last chance. Does he though? He does. He I has think to he know. He is has he, to. Unless he, he thinks, unless he doesn't listen to anybody doesn't. in the world, he, he doesn't. doesn't. He, he, I don't know if you follow him on Twitter Dude, or back in yeah. last year. Did you hear like his the arguments he got into with his his agent it's, quit mm-hmm. on him because he wouldn't see. He said his agent said if you don't see kelp like. A like yeah, like mental literal health. mental health. Yeah, yeah, I will leave, and he ended up leaving because this man mm-hmm. he's gotten in trouble numerous times. Mm-hmm. He got in trouble with the um, police department yep. that he had because he had a good relationship with them, and then he completely right. Blew no, that. it's on the field problems. It's off the field problems. Yeah. It's quitting on your team. But it's here, getting involved with your head coach. Here's it's the thing: sexual assault. It's like everything. Tom Brady. As long as Antonio Brown is staying with Tom Brady, Tom Brady's not gonna let him. Screw yeah, up he like was. Yeah, it's already happened. Yeah, I know, but he. I, if he wasn't living with Tom Brady. He was. He was. He literally he was. was. He was. He, he was literally living was living with Tom Brady, Brady last yes. year, and they're doing it again. All right. Well. Like, you, honestly, you have to. Like, the I only, believe if there's one person he's going to listen to in reality this time, it's going to be Tom Brady. I agree, but that literally happened last year. Like, with Belichick. Right. With Belichick. With, if Belichick can't keep you in line. Oh, yeah. Who can? If you have, right. There's some crazy, like, stories. I get it. Like, I get Belichick. it. Like, I. I you could argue his social media is just social media, but unless you think he's, like, playing a character, he is, like, legitimately insane. Like, yeah. not mentally well, where it's not even funny. It's, like, like exactly what Andrew said about his agent saying, get help or I'm, like, don't want to deal with you anymore. Like, yeah. it, it's not just, like, oh, tw- like, Which little... is sad to see. No, honestly, yeah, it's a bummer. It, he's such a good athlete. He's an all talent, yeah. I want to see him succeed. Of course, yeah. But I think, I think the mental stuff is just too much for him. And like I like I said, he hasn't played in quite some time. Right. I mean, I mean, well, what about what about this this uh, small factor? Do you think COVID helps us at all? The fact that so. he's not going to be able to do as much. Things are Will closed. He? Uh, I mean, what what's I mean the, I the certain if... sexual assault? I mean, it's not going to help with that. No, no, no. But, but I think. But maybe people. I mean, I guess I it can't know. hurt, but is Brown? I have no idea what his stance on COVID yeah. is. But Do you a lot, just ignore I, it? a lot of as we've seen but with the NFL uh, uh, provisions. Yeah, they're, they're getting they're locking down. They find the Raiders like fifty thousand, oh, five hundred thousand, yeah. right? It was a, yeah, so yeah, maybe fuck. that could keep him in line, or maybe that could be a reason that he or he, he gets yeah, he get annoyed and say I don't want to deal with this shit. And, well, not yeah. even that. Maybe maybe he'll get he'll get the team. Fine yeah, that's possible yeah, too. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it could be. And he's on such a short leash, or you'd assume at least. You'd think. He is. Uh, Arians came out. Yeah, Ari- Arians doesn't fuck around. Arians is no. shit talk Brady. Arians will do. Arians is gonna say what he wants to say regardless of who yeah. you are. So I don't know. Yeah. I believe the guy is such a good talent, and if he can keep his acting together for this year, he just like I said, no, in I one play, in yeah. one play, he looked so good on on a ball that was like uncatchable for most receivers. He caught, but, brought it down, and I think that. He, but I think he's a guy you can put on your roster. He's never not, not started though. Yet. He looked really good as a Steeler. He fucked it up. He looked really good. I guess he didn't play as a Raider, but in practice, like he was on pace to look good as a Raider. Fucked it up. He looked good as a Patriot. He fucked it he up. He scored. Yeah, he played one game. Scored a touchdown, and I thought, oh, he's gonna right. be good. Yeah, and then back. he immediately gets mm-hmm. booted off the team. Yeah, they're they're, they're not. I, yeah, I, I, don't, I honestly, I'm not even disagreeing with you. I'm just saying I think the odds strongly favor he's going. Yeah. To fuck it if up. you mess yeah. it up with that many teams and mm-hmm. you mess it up with 
Belichick and Brady. I and don't just, think like, you have a shot. And it's just like comically badly fucking it up. Getting just like he remember I don't even remember exact what he he called he called the Raiders Jim Cracker and then he posted the the email the fine on Instagram and he like, uh, he recorded the call shit. with Gruden yeah. which is illegal mm-hmm. in the state of California. Just like All embarrassingly right. well, dumb shit. I mean if if you guys are right about this then this is the last time we'll ever have to have yeah. this conversation because yep. this is his last shot. I think we all. I honestly thought he was done. I'm surprised he was back. Or he's back even. Yeah. 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 I'm surprised that we can all agree that this is his last shot. Oh yeah. He's done after this yep. if he can't hold it together. But in the meantime, as long as he is holding it together, I mean, he's a guy that like, let's say he gets kicked kicked off the team. He, I mean, you drop him. Right. Yeah. No, Simple as that. He's a guy that yeah. you can. I mean, he is wasting a spot on your roster as of right now. But I don't think I it's a waste say because it's of his yeah, No one is going to make fun of you for picking up Antonio. Like, no. it's not a bad decision to pick up. Like, if you're dropping someone, if you really don't have someone to drop, it's not one thing. But, like, it's yeah, not yeah, a... I mean, if, if you drafted him like you, then... Yeah, well, yeah, that, that was different, obviously. But if you pick him up Last right year now, was a totally when, different he, was story. Dip, when yeah. he was on an actual team, right, when he, he drafted Yeah, that's a totally stupid. different story. Stupid to believe in him. I think you could take him, and as long as he's playing... Keep him on your roster. As soon as he has that first good game, mm-hmm. boom, in your lineup. I mean, there's always a chance he could get uh, But again, Jack, what happened last year? He had his one good game with Brady. He had a touchdown, and he sexually assaulted someone. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I get it. I get it. No, but, yeah, I know. I, I fully, I, you get it. We're, we're, we're all. But if he's suspended off the team, you're going to find out, or if he's kicked off the team, you're going to know that before. That's the end of it, right. Yeah, yeah, you're going to know that before the game mm-hmm. starts. Yeah, so. you're, he's not leaving him in. If he's starting, I don't think he's like, uh, you're not going to fuck yourself over. No. So keep, keep hit. I mean, keep it. Keep I would take him, him yeah. on your team, and then I would keep a backup receiver. Just okay, don't, don't expect. I, what case. I'm gonna say though is you, you're gonna have to pick him up like now. Oh yeah, no yeah. chances are if because of his name, he's already picked yeah, up. Yeah, he's if, probably if, gone. If not, like, do not starts, trade for him. Yeah. No one. No, no, do not. Do trade not. For he's him. too yeah. much of a risk. But yeah, I think that I about think, wraps I think, it yeah. all up. Yeah, I think. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. This has been episode... 14, I think. 14, is it 14 or 15? I believe so. Something like Hopefully, that. Hopefully, uh, all four of us will be in the house next week, but uh, at least you have the best three this week. Yep. <laughs> Fuck Antonio Brown, Tom Brady forever. Um, Follow us on know. Twitter, <laughs> at FFDebaters. Questions, hey, if you want if you want to know about who to start, let us know. We'll uh, give our input yep. on Debate it. Debate topics. If you can't uh, can't figure out your lineup, let us know. We will do Let, our Let's best try and get our out. follower count up to our episode count. Let's make that a goal. <laughs> I don't know. If we're, 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 we're way behind. So, uh, Anyways, oh, yeah. thank you guys. Listening. Thank everybody for listening. Uh, I haven't heard of our followers lately, but shout out to everybody who's been listening. Shout out to Craig. Yeah, Craig. <laughs> Uh, so yeah thank you guys see you next week